You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Now, our vet is here, Pete Weatherburn from Bray Vet. Old Connor, good morning to you, Pete. Good morning. From the brand new premises. <laughs> he is our star. Yeah, thanks for coming in, Pete. Uh, Pete is also on TV3, writes for the Daily Telegraph. Got a website called PeteTheVet.com. And I put out this radio interview on that website regularly. So if you miss this now, you can listen to it later. Okay, very good. We look forward to that. Um, let's see if it's any good anyway, in the meantime. Um, <laughs> Eamon Tilly is a, a colleague of yours on the um, Endeavour Athletic front, and he's here too. You're very welcome, Eamon. Thanks, Thanks for coming in much, yeah. again. Uh, but um, before we come to um, your, our chat with Eamon and what you're doing um, as regards uh, all the activities exercise-wise, let's deal with a veterinary issue. This time of the year and a lot of um, you know, certain animals l- losing their coats. Yes, um, it's the autumn time this week. I'm sure everybody's noticed that it's just that wee bit chillier than it was a couple of weeks ago. Um, so autumn is, is definitely arriving and along with that one of the things that we see every every autumn is a lot of pets molting. Traditionally, pets would have two molts in the year. They'd molt in the autumn, and they would lose their summer coat, and they'd instead take on a, a, a thicker, warmer winter coat. And then in the springtime, they molt again, losing the winter coat, and then uh, acquiring a light summer uh, fur coat. So um, that sort of pattern has actually changed. Uh, traditionally, pets would have two molts a year, big molts in the spring and the autumn whereas these days because of um, central heating and electric lighting in houses um, some of that seasonality is gone and a lot of pets unfortunately have a continual low-grade molt all year round Um, most people will know what I'm talking about if they've got pets it's one of the hazards of pet ownership is the fact that they chuck out their fur in your home making a mess Right, and it doesn't apply to all breeds, though. No, there are some so-called no-shed or low-shed breeds. Like what, no? These would be things like Bichons, Poodles, maybe Yorkshire Terriers. They're, they're dogs who, whereas with most pets, the fur grows to quite a short length, maybe um, half an inch or an inch and a half, and then it falls out. In these other breeds, the fur just keeps growing. It doesn't fall out, it just keeps growing. So um, that's why if you, if you don't cut a poodle's hair, it grows like a great big afro kind of haircut. Or if you don't cut a Yorkshire Terrier's hair, it'll grow right down to the ground sometimes. You see that in show dogs. But most people, of course, don't want to have pets with long coats like that because they're difficult to maintain. So they have the dogs regularly trimmed. So the upside of these no-shed breeds is that they don't chuck out hair into your house in the same way because they don't molt in the same way but the downside is you have to pay for a, a, a dog groomer to trim them regularly otherwise you have difficulties maintaining their coat Okay, and what's, what's the, you don't want to interfere with nature and like that, so it's basically get the hoover out, is it? Is that the, yeah, well, that the thing? I, I'd love if there was a, a quick fix for molting. It's, it's, I think it would be my most rapid road to immense wealth would be to discover some way that you could stop animals from molting completely because it's probably the most common question that I'm asked is how can I stop my dog losing the fur in, in the house? Um, they have marketed ideas over the years, such as a shampoo, which... Um, took off all the loose hair and made um, all the rest of the hair stick to the body. Um, But that shampoo didn't work very well and it's been taken off the market. Um, The Americans have a a kind of wacky idea of putting lycra shell suits on dogs so that um, you have this shell suit on your dog, like down to the paws and up to the neck and down to the tail when they're in the house. And you take it off when you go for walks. And that way you get no fur in your house at all. But it's kind of weird, isn't it? 
Yeah, and they must get very hot inside or something. Well, I, yeah, they, I think they tend to be in air-conditioned houses, so I don't think that particularly bothers them. But anyway, it doesn't really fit with the Irish culture of what we think is right for dogs, so it's not an issue. Yeah. So um, the thing is, basically, put up with it and do... Well, get no, out the hoover. there are some things you can do. Twice-daily grooming sounds like a big ordeal, but if you just spend five minutes twice a day outside the back door, giving your dog a good brush down, that's going to make a big difference. If you wash your dog maybe once a week, um, that'll take out a lot of the loose hair, and especially if you towel dry them afterwards and even just by exercising them through undergrowth and so on um, simply running around outside and rubbing up against bushes that will also help remove hair and last of all making sure they've got a good quality diet that is rich in essential oils that'll make sure that the coat is as healthy as possible and a healthy coat is probably less likely to fall out in great quantities than a than an unhealthy coat so these are some of the things that you can do i think you also have to get the right sort of hoover um, because some some vacuum cleaners are better than others at sucking fur off the furniture um, and off the carpets. I know that Dyson have recently got a new attachment that 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 is is I don't know. It's the technology is amazing when it's explained to you, and I can't remember it exactly, but it just is really really good at removing pet fur from from your home. And that's a good, actually Dyson have another very interesting thing, which is a, called a groom tool, which is an attachment for the vacuum cleaner that you brush the dog with this tool, and it literally sucks the fur. From, from the dog into the vacuum cleaner so it doesn't go near your home and that's not a good idea. So there are things out there but th you're right that the basic truth is that if you've got a, a, a pet then a, some degree of molting in the home is just a necessary evil. Okay, thanks Pete. Uh, well, let's move along to your other activities and you're taking part in what? Well, um, this weekend I'm one of the Irish team. I'm representing Ireland in the in the triathlon. And your grandparents um, are Irish or no? Are you, are you totally Scottish or I, what? I qualify by residency. Oh, That's the same as the cricket. Yes, okay. I lived here for over 20 years and so I qualify in, in that way. Um, and, um, but so any, you're representing Ireland in what? I've got, in, in triathlon. It's the World Triathlon Championships in London this weekend. So I've got a an Irish triathlon suit with Wedderburn written on it, and I'm very proud of that. And I'm going to do my best to do to do, to, to to do Ireland proud, as they say. So anyway, I'm not I'm not alone in going across to to, to London for the World Triathlon Championships. There's actually 278 athletes travelling. Um, it's the biggest body of athletes travelling to a World Championships in any sport ever before. So there's a whole bunch of us over there and there's a lovely strong um, team feeling. There's a whole series of events taking place. It started off yesterday with aquathons, that's like swimming and running, and there are other events happening um, today, tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday. My race is on Sunday because there's different lengths of triathlons. There's a sprint triathlon. So what's your one? My one's called the standard triathlon, which is the Olympic triathlon distance, which is the one that people would see when they saw the Olympics last year. They'd see people doing the, that, that distance. Okay. What that involves is a 1,500-metre um, swim, which is kind of half an hour for someone like me, then a 40-kilometre bike ride, which will take me about an hour and 15 minutes, and then there's a 10-kilometre a, a run at the end of that, which will take me about 40 minutes, if I'm not And are these consecutive? Consecutive, so I'm trying to do it in less than two and a half hours. Now, I'm competing against everybody in the whole world, so the challenge is high, but I'm competing not against the young ones, I'm competing in my age group only, which which is the, well, I'm not going to say, but anyway, I mean, that age group only, so, so it's a bit yeah. more, 
a bit more restricted. Yeah, in the teen area. Okay, very <laughs> good. Go, Pete, go for Ireland, yeah. But yeah. I, I've only got to where I am, which is representing Ireland in, the, in world championships through the help of my friend Eamon, who's sitting here beside us. Eamon's been working in triathlon since he was an elite junior athlete himself, and that was uh, over, well over 20 years ago. Yeah, he's much older than you. <laughs> right, Eamon, uh, what, what do you make of this fellow anyway? I think he's absolutely fantastic. Uh, yeah. Pete uh, has gone on from strength to strength. He's taken everything in his stride. He's worked hard. He's very diligent. He's very competitive. Uh, you know, I, I know he's a vet, but it, remind, it reminds me of a Jack Russell. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he's actually, uh, he goes after a bone and he'll just chase until he gets it. And he's actually come on uh, ever since he's got on board with um, the ET Sports uh, for the last, um, you know, six months to a year. He's come on leaps and bounds and, I, you know, I think he's a, f- a gracious, fantastic and pleasant athlete to deal with. Yeah, that's enough about him now anyway. <laughs> so what preparation goes into something like that? It sounds very grueling. Well, again, um, some people have, have long-term and short-term goals. The goals themselves can be achieved short-term if you're already in a sport, be it run, swim or bike. You just complement it. But you know, long term for people who actually want to qualify or get a medal, um, you know, in this sport. Uh, we had um, yesterday, we got a medal in the uh, 40 to 44 category in the Aquaton. We got a gold medal, Matt Malloy. Uh, he was our first medal. We actually ranked 16th in the actual table. Um, uh, Britain is leading the table, of course. Uh, so that's our fu- first medal, and we hope to get a pick up a few Brilliant. more t- yeah. uh, medals. And your involvement in all this project as well? Uh, well, Mike, um, I'm doing from my company um, you know um, people ring me up or email me or get on my website and say look I'd like to be coached for a race um, you know I have about 25 athletes going over at the weekend and that's my involvement is to be there for them support them mm. um, you know I have some um, links with Triathlon Ireland of course I'd be over of course supporting all the team but my main focus on this weekend is actually going supporting the likes of Pete and the likes of all the rest of my team uh, to be there yeah, you've got you a know. very good reputation for the work you do well you know it's all about team as far as I'm concerned um, you know we work together as a team I have nutritionist strength and conditioning coach uh, chef um, you know uh, to name a few um, you know on board so everybody no matter what your ability is um, again from my point of view my mission is to provide a balance and a complete training uh, service to athletes regardless of their ability or uh, ambition in sport you know mm. and that's pretty much and yeah. have we many from County Wicklow taking part? Uh, we have just 50 to 20 uh, athletes competing in, in Wicklow you know um, and that's a, a big uh, fray you know I know uh, the likes of Conor McGowan he's going over uh, Keith Lacey another athlete from Wicklow and you know their age category athletes remember this course was uh, on the Olympic Games last year and people just want to say I was over there I took part on the same course as the, the Olympics. Olympics yeah so again, that's that's where they're coming from. And you, you mentioned uh, a brave woman, Gabby. Is that oh, right? Gabrielle Dill, fantastic young uh, female uh, athlete. We uh, do a bit of uh, coaching with her in uh, Wicklow and Triathlon Club uh, Tuesday nights. Her running has come on strength to strength, and she actually took bronze in the long course um, um, duathlon at the weekend. And 
look at she's thrilled to bits and over the moon and delighted for her especially a Wicklow lady to come and take a medal an age group uh, medal is absolutely fantastic you know well well done Eamon uh, Eamon Tilly if you want to get in touch with Eamon to um, sort you out and take part in all these events well he's the man look what he's done for Pete Weatherburn so the best of luck Pete wearing the Irish jersey anyway uh, it's not a jersey it's a it's a, it's a triangle suit, suit. Yeah. You, should put, you should try one on one day Declan I think it would suit you oh, we'll have to get him one uh, specifically with his name on the front of it you know? <laughs> exactly <laughs> Pete uh, best of luck anyway we're rooting for you thank you very much Thanks for Thank coming you. in. And the texture says, got that Dyson for my boxer. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. So there you go. The Basir mentioned about tool. the uh, vacuum cleaner earlier on. Pete Weatherburn, go. And uh, well done to Eamon. Thank you very much.